Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? I cannot tell you (laughs) how happy I am to be with you guys virtually today. And none more important than the man himself, Wayne Breezy. How we doing, Wayne? I'm hot. Yeah, it's hot over here, dog. It's it's a different type of heat. I keep telling, uh, you you know, the West Coast family out there that, you know, the the east coast heat in the summertime is different because you got to add the humidity but yep. they feel it's hotter out there I, I i encourage you to take a trip to the east coast in july i love the east coast i would prefer to go there in the summertime than the wintertime i can't handle y'all's winters man that's Good a whole point. nother it's a great point that, that's scary stuff man what's up scott what's uh going on love scott? all the hashtag cc's and yes. PPs we got going on here now yeah this is uh the, the first live show for me and the new mothership uh the move has completed even though we're very far from being completed so i'm still working on some things on the setup here the office i'm in has awesome track lighting which is incredible but i look like a ghost with it on so i got some stuff to work on here but i'm excited about this show this is episode 890 890 we are going to be going through the nfc west we're continuing our entire trek through ranking all these different subgroups and today's a little bit of an important position the quarterbacks so we wanted to give it the proper attention wayne said we need a whole episode just to talk quarterbacks so we're nfc west diving in the quarterbacks we're going to rank them one through four go through the rooms all that kind of stuff wayne what were your thoughts as you started going through these depth charts it's a weird division for quarterbacks. I don't know about you, but to me, it seems damn even. Like, it just seems even. Like, and and I and I get that we we are enamored by Brock Purdy, who is highly efficient. You know who's who's more efficient than Brock Purdy last year? Geno Smith. That's it's so right. Like, you gotta. I went through it. I, I did the same thing. I, I was like, all right, because I ranked each quarterback one through, I think, 15 or something, whatever. And I was like, man, how do I do these rankings? And I just like, I don't care about, you know, long term, just 2023. Right. Mm-hmm. And I got stuck on Gino and Brock. Where do I put where? And so I dove into, OK, Gino was an MVP candidate and all that stuff through those first like eight, nine weeks. So I, I tried to do a kind of cost analysis and, you know, whatever. How was Gino his best eight games versus Brock's only eight games? We'll dive into that a little bit later. That's going to be fun. But you, you talked about it. efficiency. Yeah. Gino. Good Lord. What was his his numbers? I don't know. It, 69% yeah, completion percentage. That's yeah. Pretty nice, pretty I, nice. I, and then, and then you wonder why they gave him the contract, you know, the extension or, or whatnot, or they signed him in free agency. I can't remember which one it was, but either way, they brought him back, which was smart by yeah. then. You know, uh, they they have something that they're building off of. They have a quarterback that they trust that can kind of like help them consistently win. And so, with that, you know, that's how you do it. It's it, so to me to answer your question, just going through the quarterback quarterbacks uh, room the starting quarterbacks not the whole rooms but the the starting quarterbacks and we're going to get into the rooms today it just seems fairly even because if if Matthew Stafford is healthy is he the best quarterback in the division and then if Kyler Murray's healthy is he the best quarterback in the division so right I know we can go off of like how they played last year but that was due to injury and you can say Brock Purdy probably finished the best out of all the quarterbacks he went the furthest out of all the quarterbacks so he finished the best uh, but Geno Smith had a pretty efficient year. Matthew Stafford, uh, he was hurt. But the year before, he was playing really well. And Kyler Murray's always danger on the field. He's like a little danger mouse. <laughs> danger mouse. I like that. Uh, look at this. What's up, Brandon? He says, taking a 30-minute bathroom break to watch live. <laughs> My name's John. I condone this message. I'm just saying. I freaking love it, man. That I, was I dope, Brandon. Too. <laughs> and then, you, and then he has the lightsaber holding it like he's holding his 
Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Look at Ty. Ty's always good for a laugh. I love Ty, man. He says, Wayne showing the guns while John is covered up like it's winter. Okay, I'm from Texas. (laughs) I have lived in Pasadena, California for seven years, which is the desert. I move. We're now in El Cerrito, like the hills part. It's cold up here, man. That's weird. Cold. It's just weird that it's cold in Cali. Like, but then again, like, I don't know what your cold is. Because I don't only experience cold from november is right. to march it's like 50 degrees up here man see that's not cold to me that's a that's a spring day baby <laughs> anyway but yeah we, we got different looks wade always repping those guns you looking sharp brother i love it I appreciate love you it. man appreciate you the weight down, is man. down <laughs> the, the body fat percentage is down it, it's a process i realized today it's a process you know and i'm not trying to lose it drastically i'm trying to lose it Right. You know what I'm saying? So that way it never comes back. So uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Feeling good. Dude, like it. Yeah, no, he says, what's up, John? Long time seeing a live show. Hope everything's fine. Yeah, we were just moving. So and it was a mess. And I want to say thank you. So many people reached out to like help. And I was like, no, man, we paid for movers. My wife's job. They took care of us. The problem was we get in town. The movers canceled last minute. No way. They canceled. They just canceled and gave us back the money, which was nice. But it wasn't even my money. It was the it was their jobs. So I unloaded the truck. I had to unload the truck. And Dang. so we're a little behind schedule, but that's okay. We are happy. We are healthy. We are here. And we're ready to talk some football. So we got a couple questions before we jump into quarterback talk. Let's Actually, do it, baby. The the first one deals with the great Drake Jackson. This comes from Anthony G, the email. A little bit of a longer question, but I thought he worded it well. Anthony says, I feel like the more I listen to people talk about Drake Jackson, the more it sounds like a complete unknown. I'd be interested to hear your and Wayne thoughts on why someone who performed so well, we talked about it all year. I mean, he played well, but why, you know, once he hit the rookie wall or whatever, but you know, you've got the added weight, you've got the excitement, you've got the belief in the 49ers trusting them. They didn't sign an edge. They didn't really draft a high end edge. What are your thoughts? Is he an unknown moving into 2023, his sophomore year? I mean, I think it's that's a fair assessment, right? He hasn't played much. Um, <clears throat> and and I wouldn't mind using that term for the guys that haven't played much. Now, I will say this. He does show promise, right? And so for me, you know, rookie season, Drake Jackson, he was utilized a certain way. And obviously, he hit the rookie wall. Um, but I still thought he could have been utilized. I I don't think it was a, a like a, a a complete shutdown for him. I think it was to where the coach the, the coaches decided to kind of like put him on ice for the remainder of the season. Now I know he's coming in heavier. I'm sure he's coming in stronger. But let me explain to you guys this one thing. Shout out to Uncle Scott, who's been a member of the Breezy's Bunch Club for over seven months. Wow. Let 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 me explain to you this one thing. He has not lost the bend. He has not lost his bend or the bend, whatever you want to say. And that's most important because that's what makes him the freakish athlete, right? You can't teach bend. It's like an innate thing that you're born with. It's a mutative ability. He's an X-Men. And so, like, the fact that he hasn't lost that is important. Why? Because he can still get down, get low, get around, he has that bend. Now, has he learned some other moves? That's the unknown. Is he going to be able to utilize his strength? That's the unknown. Like, those are the things that we just don't know because we didn't get to see, what, over 300 snaps, I believe? Uh, 315, to 315. be exact. Yeah. yeah. I meant to should have said under 400. But, yeah, that's what I mean. So, like, at the end of the day, like, I, I can understand the frustration, but he wasn't drafted that high for, like, with you know, without a purpose. Like, they're going to figure out how to utilize them. And I think personally for me, year two for Drake Jackson, and we usually see good year twos from our players. It's weird because usually the sophomore slump steps in, not for Drake. And I think I think that's why they slowed that process down toward the end. He's going to come in with a, a, a crazy mindset, crazy burst of energy. And if that kid can stay healthy, oh, my gosh, sky's the limit. And I... Are we getting double-digit sacks? I mean, hold hold the horses on that. I don't think you yeah. need double-digit sacks. I think you want pressures and containment from Jake Drake Jackson. You know, if we look at just his twenty his rookie year in summary, three hundred fifteen snaps. He had sixteen pressures, 
four sacks. This is PFS model, not so like if you get a half sack on PFF, that counts as a sack. Um, he had three quarterback hits, nine hurries, six sorry, five batted passes. That's, that's huge. That's huge. Those that's are the huge. things that you're not really accounted for in a game. You want to know how the Chiefs won the Super Bowl? Look yeah. at batted passes from Chris Jones. Yep. Um, he had eight solo run stops and an interception. And, it, you know, it was interesting because he got that interception in the Vegas game, right? New Year's, we were there. They shut him down right after that. And right. A lot of, like, that was a big reason why, like, if you go back to that Raiders game and Jared Stidham, the way he was able to break the pocket and stuff, they were like, no, 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 we we, we got to we gotta change some things with Drake. Now, I want to go to the big man, Trent Williams, Silverback. Okay. I played this clip before, but I think it's awesome. Whenever they ask about Drake Jackson, this is a quick 40-second clip of just Trent talking about all that he's done so far in the offseason. I mean, you look at the athleticism he has, the natural strength. Um, I mean, to me, he looked like an all-pro. He looked like he has the stature to be an all-pro player. He looked like he has the want to. Um, he, he's very studious. Um, he's a student of the game you know he's always asking questions eager to learn and um to see that he actually took that and then you know when it ate some waste this all season and uh bulked up a little bit i think it's only gonna make him one of those playmakers that that we need you know on the other side of nick keep everything even he has that talent um you know and i'm looking looking forward to seeing some big things from him football season may be over but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Ate some weights, baby. Ate some weights. Wayne did the opposite, man. You, you, you freaking, you got rid of some weights, which is yeah. awesome. But you're looking sharp, man. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah. Um. Look, when you get some type of uh, praise, uh, that's what I. That's what I call that. Uh, some type of uh, constructive criticism from the goat. Uh, that's playing football. I feel like Trent Williams is the best football player in the NFL. So when you're getting that type of stuff coming from him, uh, to me, it, it goes a long way. It, it does not the end-all, be-all for Drake. I mean, he needs to take that and use that as fuel and continue to push to progress to get better and better and better. And I think, you know, that that's what he has. I think he has that uh, that gift. You know, his father, it, you know, his pops was a great guy, football guy. And I feel like Drake is just going to be that. He's going to continue to take strides and improving himself. Same thing you see with Nick Bosa. You know, what, what the hell can Nick Bosa do anything better? Well, he goes and he figures it out, right, in the offseason. Goes back home, gets with his family, and they probably fine-tune and critique certain things. And and no one's talking about Drake just even being in that room. We still talk about Drake, right? I could yeah. be off team. Okay. No one's even no. talking about him being in that room, you know, just being the fly on the wall, asking those questions that Trent Williams just said. Like, And so that's important for this young kid, and I think he came in – uh, they need and remember this. 
the 49ers were struggling on the defensive line last year, so he probably got more work than what he should have gotten. 49ers have zero issues in allowing a player to sit and redshirt a year. Zero. And I think because of, you know, uh, Armstead getting hurt and and a lot of things, just a a lot of issues with the defensive line and the front and the rotation, they had to throw him in the fire. But once they had a a solidified group, they decided to say, hey, you know what? Let's put this kid on ice and he'll come back next season and let's see what he can do to get better. And I I think that's what Drake is doing. He comes from a great pedigree and I think he's going to be just fine opposite Nick Bosa. And I already said, John, he's starting. He's going to be the starting defensive end. There's nobody on that team right now that's going to start over Drake Jackson unless there's an injury. And it's similar to what we saw last year with the offensive line, right? Because you had these stalwarts. Bingo. And you put in these young second-year players like Aaron Banks. Aaron Banks and Drake Jackson are the same guys, just on opposite things. Second-round picks, high potential. Didn't do a lot their their first year, the rookie year, but the Niners kind of bring that in. Now, I love this. Wood Gravy, awesome tag, by the way. He says, I think part of Drake getting shut down was a need for more interior defensive line because in the past, the Niners would have six active edge guys and five active defensive tackles. They switched that halfway through the year. What are they going to do this year, Wayne? Interesting because they added Hargrave, right? Right. So now you bolster up your front interior. And I think you go more edge this year. Uh, it's a it's a gamble, but I, but I think the Niners are great at supplementing or going out and finding pieces to fit the interior. And I know we struggled last year in the interior. It's so weird, Not right? This year. Not this I don't year. think we're gonna have that problem this year. Uh, mm. And there's still free agents out there that are available. God forbid something happens or goes south for the Niners. There's guys that they could pick up. Yep. And so I think I think they go more edge this year. I, I think they're trying to create more of a pass rush uh, with the ability from these other guys. I, look, the secondary to me is better, and I think the front the front is better. And our linebackers are still top notch. I know he lost Aziz Al Shair, but I yeah. still think your 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 two linebackers you up you you can say you upgraded at the nickel because Jimmy Ward really wasn't a nickel and now you're putting in a real nickel. So you might say you upgraded. Again, it's unknown. We haven't seen it work in the 49ers system. So I I actually like what's going on, but I think I'm telling you, this pass rush is going to be a little different this year. You don't have too many tweeners, you know, guys like uh, maybe Kiri Harder will be an inside outside guy, but you don't have too many of those guys like you did last year. I mean, Charles Menehue, had to do it all last year. Uh, Kerry Hyder had to do it all last year. And I thought that took away from their pass rushing ability, even though I liked Aminahue better inside. Yeah. Hey, I, I'm with you there. Now, we got some uh, awesome super chats. What's up, Jax? Hey, Jax. 17 and 0, and don't disagree with me, period. Consistent, consistent, Jax. Appreciate the super chat as always and the positive energy. 17 0 would be wonderful. Niners never done it. Um, you know, only one. Regular season undefeated, I, I guess two, the Dolphins and then the Patriots. The Dolphins Patriots went 12-0, yeah. and then the Patriots lost it all. Yeah. Um, yeah, look at Walner. What's up, man? Walner, my old buddy from teaching. Uh, he says, John, what is behind your board? It, it's a bunch of boxes. It's a bunch <laughs> of boxes. <That laughs> I'm mad what, he can see that yeah, uh, behind the board. Interesting. bunch of boxes. You got man. some good it's eyes. Amazing. Yeah. Well, uh, we were supposed to be unloaded and unpacked, but we spent all our energy – you know, carry it boxes instead of unpacking, but that's okay. Uh, good problems to have. Scott Hill, you brought him up earlier. Thanks for the super chat. John, I was born and raised in Richmond. What's up, man? Right next to where I'm at. Great stuff, John and Wayne. Love it, man. Scott's always such a good dude. He, he's the only thing so I remember about Richmond was Coach Carter. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great, great movie. That was a great um, movie. That was legit. Um, dancing, you know, just to wrap up our Drake conversation, she always brings, uh, the stuff. I love it. She says, I think the way they want to see Drake perform better against the run to earn that starting spot. They always say you got to earn the right to rush the passer. I love it. You got to earn it. Got to earn it. Got to earn it. You definitely got to earn it. Gap integrity. That's what he needs. Cause he (laughs) likes to do that spin move and all that stuff. And like, sometimes like you just got to do your gap. Like you got to stay in your lane. 
you you gotta you gotta you guys gotta understand and i don't i don't i don't want you to cut him any slack i love the constructive criticism but you guys gotta understand where he came from and what he was asked to do yeah. i think drake was asked to do 900 things his <laughs> weight was up and down he was acrobatic he was big he was tiny i, I was like what type of edge rusher do you want for the trojans i i, I thought drake was just poorly coached uh, he gets into a system. You get him under Chris Kosarek, and he—he, he, I don't—I don't give a what anybody says. I thought the kid was going to show promise. I mean, he has just this innate ability for the football. I think that's that's something you can't teach. And now it's try—it's time to get him into understanding the gaps, assignments, and things like that. What are you supposed to do? You're out there on the edge. You got to set the edge. You got to contain. You got to do these things. You got to be good against the run I, I really think they're hoping drake jackson pans out to be better than what d ford was in his prime right i like that uh peachy what's up peachy brown hey he says join john breezy and the rest of the crew for some pregame fun this season 49ers rush road oh man we got lots of trips planned it's going to be incredible i spent a lot of day yesterday just the first thing i unpacked wayne was all my jerseys and all my niner stuff like i not practical whatsoever i just wanted to see it so i took it i i currently have 45 jerseys autographed Ooh, that I for just for giveaways for these. Ooh, we're gonna trips. have a good time. This is gonna be yeah. great. Listen, Peachy's and, right on time with that. Oh. And John, why don't you tell everybody about the road trips and how they can be down with the 49ers rush crew? Man, we, we are doing we're going all out. Once they announce the training camp schedule, the public practices, I'll be at the majority of those, if not all of them. So that'd be a fun way just to come hang out, say what's up. But you got to go to 49ers rush Okay, the five road trips that we have currently planned. So pumped about these just because we're going to be everywhere, man. Uh, we've got week one. We're going to Pittsburgh. We've already sold a ridiculous amount of tickets there, which I'm really excited about. We're going to have to probably expand our party a little bit there, but that's going to be awesome. We got the home game at Dallas. David Walner, you need to come out, see what a championship football team looks like uh, at Minnesota, at Jacksonville, at Seattle, at Arizona. We got all kinds of stuff. So. Uh, going to be at a lot of home games as well. I'll be at almost every single home game tailgating out in blue lot number one, baby. I'm so, trying. Uh, I'm trying to get one of my 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 best friends to join me in California this year for the Dallas game. But I, I, the way his heart is set up, he's not going to do it. And I don't mean bad health. I, he's just he 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 talks he 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 talks trash. But I know he understands that his team ain't never beating the 49ers again. Period. I'll leave it at that. Not with that coaching, man. You can't have a good coaching staff that the 49ers have and probably one of the worst coaching staffs. And Mike McCarthy, like, come on, man. It, it, it ain't happening. And look at Jack. She says she's ready. I got hey, my gear. I, I got get my new gear, gear uh, John. Uh, we got to get some new gear. We will oh. be rocking our starter coats wintertime, so get ready, y'all. It's winter here already, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what's up rtp says we're invading pittsburgh i'm oh. that is a top five for me i've never been to that stadium and so really really excited about that look at noe he says the road trip was so fun went two years ago in la one in elijah mitchell jersey two nice. i like it man appreciate that oh here we go sin i'm going to the dallas game it's personal always oh. personal miss sin always look always that, personal man. and we got coach the rush road crew guy himself. There's going to be a different kind of towel waved in Pittsburgh. That's right. We're working on getting some uh, towels made, some 49ers rush road trip towels. Uh, we'll be giving out at our event. Uh, I got to put that order in now that I have an address to ship them to. Uh, otherwise, Vicky's going to kill me. Um, <laughs> she runs everything. All right. Let's get into these quarterback rankings. Okay. So if you have missed our previous episodes, you can go back through Wayne's channel. Uh, which we have it listed right here in the top of the description of this audio or video, however you're watching. We've gone through almost every single position. Um, we've we've got three left. We're now to quarterbacks. Uh, oh, real quick, Mosquito Killer, what's up? John, we'll be seeing you at the Dallas game. Got my tailgate ticket. That's what's up, man. And I yes. think the picture that you have of you and your dad, that was the Atlanta rush road trip, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Still uh, mad about awesome the way out. that game turned out. But the trip was beautiful. Like, the, the road trip yep. was powerful. 
It was awesome. All Even right, the so, after party was good. We did. We did. You had to drink sorrow's way. Uh, sometimes that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. So we're going to go through each each team's room. We'll start there. Their entire quarterback room. Some teams have three quarterbacks. Some have five. We have four. We're going to just kind of lay out each team's depth chart. Then we're going to go back through, and we're going to need your help. We're going to rank them one to four. Now, understand, this is not the best quarterback. This is the best quarterback room, Ooh. which is very, very important. Because if you look at the NFC West last year, they only have four teams. I think it was uh, 13 quarterbacks started games for the NFC West last year. Injuries happened uh, as much as ever. So here we go. Uh, let's start off with Arizona, which, man, already got an asterisk next to it. Yeah, they got five quarterbacks. Kyler Murray, is he going to play at all? Uh, not going to play early. And this could be why they have five, yeah. right? I didn't even think about that. But this could be the reason why they have five. You were talking about Kyler Murray and then the fact that he's injured and he's not going to be playing at the beginning of the season. Will he play at all this season? That's the big question mark. And so they have another four on the roster. So this is going to be interesting to go through. Yeah, so yeah, probably their week one starter, Colt McCoy. Uh, Colt McCoy we saw yeah. we played against him back to back years now. One, Colt McCoy torched us in 2021. And then in 2022, Mexico City, man, they beat the tar out of that man. Which they um, should have. They should have. They should have. Yeah. Now, after that, they've got some decent backups. I actually like their depth. David Blau, he's got some NFL starts. Jeff Driscoll, former 49ers legend. And Clayton Toon that they got in the fifth round. I actually like Clayton Toon quite a bit. Um, I think I had a third-round grade on him. Um, so you've got some capable quarterbacks there, but nobody that scares you by any stretch. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, right now I'm looking at the roster. I'm saying Colt McCoy would be the starter due to the injury of Kyler Murray. But their backups, Clayton Tooney's a rookie, David Blau and, and Jeff Driscoll, the good old veteran. I mean they, they they got some they got some guys. And and I don't one of those guys is gonna end up on the practice squad somewhere. Uh but I think if Kyler Murray was available and I I'm I'm pending all the injuries and things like that. Like this is if Kyler Murray's available, they have a pretty decent quarterback's room. I think Colt McCoy serves as a good backup quarterback. In the NFL, and then you go to your rookies like David, I mean Clayton Toon and David Blau and 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 the other veteran and Jeff Driscoll. So I think the quarterback room is is decent. I don't want to say it's solid, but if Kyler Murray was here, I think this would be a solid room. We'd be a, have a different conversation. There we go. Yeah, I'm with you. What's up, Corey Peters from Facebook? I like it. East Coast Niners fan here from Pennsylvania. First time catching you on Live Go Niners. Welcome, man. Very, Welcome, very happy Corey. to have you. You got not one, but two Niners games in your state this year. Hopefully you take advantage of that. That is awesome. All right, let's transition to the Rams now. The Rams, they're weird. Um, Matt Stafford. The injury last year, they kept saying, not an issue, not an issue, not an issue. They shut him down basically after the first month of the year. Seems like he's back. Now they go out and they draft Stetson Bennett in the fourth round. They have Brett Rippon, Braxton, Burmeister, and Dresser Wynn. Yes, those are real human beings. Um, <laughs> not made-up names, even though they do sound made up. But yeah, that, so that's their room. So another five-team quarterback room. What do you think of these Rams? What 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 comes to mind whenever I went through that? So what I'm what I'm thinking is it's going to happen is they're going to trade Matthew Stafford. Uh, I I think that's what I'm getting. Um, they got these quarterbacks in there. If Stetson Bennett has a great camp, I can see him overtaking Brett Rippon and all the other guys that I don't know their names. So so like if if they don't get a chance to move on from like a Matthew Stafford which it doesn't make sense to trade but I don't know he might not even be healthy even though he's listed as healthy as of right now but I think I think this is why they have 5 too I I think Stafford's the question mark clearly again if he's the starting quarterback he's good like like he's a good quarterback like in the I NFL. think he's the best quarterback in the division if healthy if healthy that's a big if it's tough but for if, me cuz I still I don't know, something about Kyler Murray I like, right. but I get it. I get it. He would be the best quarterback with the Super Bowl experience. Yeah, he's got the Super Bowl experience. That he's thirty-five. Okay, so that's an issue. He's had injuries and battled through it. He's tough as hell. <laughs> he like, is I, tough. I'm not trying to like he's, diminish 
I, I here's what's crazy. I remember watching him play in the state championship baseball game he pitched in. in wow, Texas. he's tough Dude, though. He, he's tough. I, listen, I, you're tough when you spend the majority of your career and tenure in Detroit and never win anything. And then they take away one of the greatest wide receivers of all time. I mean, Matthew Stafford would probably be in the category of of a Joe Montana minus the Super Bowls. But as far as just being a good quarterback, he would yeah, be in good. that conversation had they just not effed up the team in Detroit. I, I That's what they did. But he still remained decent. And for a short period of time, even our head coach was courting Matthew Stafford and then uh, – I think that's why Kyle Shanahan beats Sean McVay's ass so much, just because, yeah, it's like a little payback, like, oh, you took my guy? All right, cool, no problem. It's going to whip that tail every time I see you, except for that one game, just one game, where we still could have won. Now, you brought up trading Matthew Stafford, and there's been rumors that they shopped him. If they traded Matthew Stafford, um, they'd save $1.5 million this year, but a $55.5 million dead cap, dead cap hit next year. Dang! So you're going to trade him away and pay him $55 million next year? Nah, I mean, they're not, they not doing that. Listen to his cap hits, okay? <laughs> so this year, $56 million. Next year, $49.5 million. 2025, $50.5 million. 2026, $49.5 He's going to be 38 that year. I don't see any team trading for this contract. No. I just do not see it. No, I mean, this is one of those things the Rams just got them. They they dug a hole. But look, they won a Super Bowl. They went all in. They got a Super Bowl. Will they win it ever again? Probably not. Not with that contract. How are they going to pay the rest of their players? Interesting. There's He's a reason still, why they let everybody go. There is. Everybody go. Pay attention to what's going on. But at the end of the day, like, if Matthew Stafford is healthy, he still poses a problem on the football field. He has the the cognitive ability. He has the, the skill set. He has the he's the physical quarterback. All right? If he's healthy, he's still, you know, a potential warning on the football field. So you got to account for him. Right, and so that that's the thing. Now, I I love the comment. You know, I'm not the biggest Stetson Bennett guy. I, I like understand. Stetson Bennett. What is wrong with y'all? Like, what what did he do that pissed everybody off? He didn't go to class. That's one thing he didn't do. None of us went to class. Years. What are we talking he didn't about? Graduate in eight years at Georgia. Come but, on, man. But still, no, nobody <laughs> went to class. Listen, let me name if you, okay. I want to raise a hand if you oh, went man. to class in college. I mean, I went, but I'm just saying there was times where the way my sleep account was set up, I just couldn't get out the bed. I, I'm just saying. I, um, you know, the athletic podcast, which I probably shouldn't be doing this, but it's awesome. They just released the Playmakers episodes. Oh, nice. Which is, it's five episode series over Kyle Shanahan, McVay, um, all the coaches that were together. At Washington, um, when they were together, it was awesome. Um, yeah, everybody's like here, right here. I went to class, True. but it's awesome. Kyle Shanahan tells the story whenever he was at, uh, I think it was Duke or Texas. I don't remember which one it was. He was a wide receiver there, and so they had finals for the same day as practice. And so Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan, went to practice, and they said, "Kyle, what are you doing here? If you miss this final, you're going to fail that class." And Kyle Shanahan goes, "I know." I made my choice. My future is in football. It's See? not in this degree. So why are we having this conversation? Class ma- Does class matter? Yes. Dep- it depends. Yes, it matters. It, well, <laughs> listen, the only reason why I would advocate anybody to go to class is because you pay for it. Like, at the end of the day, don't waste the money. And I'll say this. I think the Niners, despite that story of Kyle Shanahan, they value academics I think yeah. probably more than any other football. Last year, I think it was 82 out of 91 players on the 90-man roster had some type of all-academic something in high school or college, honor roll, whatever. And so, like, I think they care about intelligence, uh, but whatever. Listen, we'll, we'll college is a system. Everything in life is a system. Once you figure the system out, you'll be fine. Look, I, these comments are hilarious. Listen, man. I am a teacher, and at the end of the day, <laughs> I tell my students, listen, College might not be for you. Are you are you going to be committed to go to class? 
Are you going to be committed to study on your own? Are you going to be committed to the, you got to commit yourself to them yeah. things. Seymour Butt says, wasn't he arrested for drunk driving? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Okay. Um, I was graduate? I was never arrested for that. So Yeah. Uh, right here, Judd says, I went to class once uh, out of every 300 days. That's awesome. Niner I love Sickness, this show. This the only class love I went show. on. De- de- I love it. Detention only. Yeah. Y'all supposed to be. T- I, Kali, I'm, I'm holding down the fort over here, man. Go to school, kids. I'm hey, I sure didn't, I, wait, 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 wait. College and, and regular school is two different things. I did not say not go to high school, grade school, pre-K <laughs> school. That's not what I'm saying. When you get to college, though, it's a little different. It's a little, it's a little different. It's an investment, sort of. Yeah, kinda. it's different. All right. So that's kind of the Rams thing. Whatever. Let's go to the Seahawks. They only have three quarterbacks, by far the least. They bring back Geno Smith, who had a great year. Great year. Drew Locke is their backup. They seem kind of dead set on that one-two punch. And then Holton Ehlers, who's, <laughs> again, that's a real human. Um, Holton Ehlers. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, not a lot of names Carolina. there. They seem dead set on what they got. Yeah, he's a rookie from East Carolina. Um, I like East Carolina. That means he played with Jordan. And Keaton um, Mitchell, too, who's the yeah. kid that I wanted. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, our uh, undrafted free agent, is it Whitehead? Is that is that is, Isaiah? Is that, Winstead? Winstead. Winstead. There we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was his quarterback. So there we go. Um, look at you, Wayne. Hey, man, I just, you know, I, I started a little bit just because I, so, like, it's not all about, it's not about going to class. It's about you picking up information and reading <laughs> it on your own. This. I can't <laughs> help it because I, I start... I want my money back, college. That's what I really want. All right, here we go. Um, look, I know Gino is I, – I will say this. He resurged himself back into football conversations. He revived his career in Seattle. Well, let's leave it at that. I thought he was really efficient, and I think as a 49er fan, we like that word because that's what we got – from Jimmy Garoppolo, that's what you're getting from Brock Purdy. You're getting high efficiency. What does that mean? What does that equate to on the football field? I, you know, it, it's simply just moving the chains, getting first downs, like making things happen. And that's what you saw from Gino. Uh, and I think his supporting cast speaks volumes. Um, and Seattle was our biggest competitor last year. And some may say they got better. I will say that they brought Gino back because they believed in him. Uh, they did draft a couple of guys that I think uh, we're going to have to, you know, figure out. I don't care if they're rookies. They can be problems uh, on the football field. Remember, football is all about matchups. But back to Geno and the quarterback's room, Drew Locke, I think, is a, is a pretty damn good. Well, I, I don't. I, he sucked in Denver. Uh, and, so did and, Russell Wilson. So maybe he's a better backup in Seattle. Right. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that at all. Um, but you look at Gino, he was great. NFL Comeback Player of the Year. I think he's one of the first comeback players that came back not from an injury, but just from being bad. Um, you know, he, he didn't start a game all the way back till 2017 before he got in Seattle. But 30 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. That's great. It's great. That's great. And, and like you said, at some point, he was in the MVP conversation. Right, right. Now, before we jump into that, because I, I want to approach the Geno conversation kind of in a different way. Okay. So let, let's hold off on that one. Let's talk about the Niners quarterback room, and okay. then I want us to go through and kind of rank these quarterbacks one through Understood. whatever. Gotcha. So the 49ers, Brock Purdy, leader in the clubhouse, the, the phrase that we've heard so many times, Trey Lance, Sam Darnold, Brandon Allen. Mm. Um a lot of depth there, man. I would argue probably the best number three quarterback in the NFL, uh, whether that's Sam Darnold, Trey Lance, whoever you talk to, that's okay. But, like, that's a pretty damn good quarterback three. I think Sam Darnold or Trey Lance would be number two or number one for several teams. Yeah, and I wrote an article about the 49ers having the best quarterbacks room in the NFL. And uh, I felt like it didn't – I don't feel like people didn't read it. And, and And the reason why I said that is because when you look at the 49ers – they technically have three quarterbacks that can start. So they have three starting caliber quarterbacks, Brock Purdy, Sam Darnold, and Trey Lance. 
those guys can probably be starting quarterbacks for any other team. In fact, Sam Darnold actually started for a different team. And Trey Lance at one point started for the San Francisco 49ers. It was a small sample size due to injury, but he was the starter. And so when I like when you look at that, that means that your 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 depth is better, right? Because Sam Darnold, especially in this system, Sam Darnold I think will be a better reserved quarterback than he was as a starting quarterback due to the way he was set up in New York, due to the way he was set up in Carolina, which he started to show a little bit of promise in Carolina, but he still didn't have, you know, did he ever play with Christian McCaffrey? Why do I no. get a hell no? But th no. there it is. So, no. so, 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 that, Trey Lance. Right, so let, so let those things sink in for, for a small second before we start saying, oh man, this guy, this guy, I know what they've done, but they haven't done it here yet. And until they do it here, you really won't get any bad mouth from me. Like even Trey Lance, this kid has not played football yet, as far as I'm concerned. He won a game. He, lo he won two games and he lost, what, two games, right? Like, I think that's kind of like how it is. Or he won two games and lost one game. I, I can't remember how it is. I know he had, he lost to the Cardinals. He beat Houston and then he got the win. He lost to the Bears. Yeah, so he's two and two. We, 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 we agree. Lost to the Bears. And then he got the win for Seattle, even though he was injured in that game. So I think he's two and two yeah, as two a quarter two. quarterback for the 49ers. But at the That's end correct. of the day, that ain't that ain't nothing. Like we still haven't seen him play football under this type of regime. Uh, because I know a lot of people say he didn't have CMC. He also didn't have George Kittle week one. And so things could just be because, and he did. He lost. He lost his running back uh, in the first half of that game. Things just things were just different. So I will say this: I think the quarterbacks room, 49ers, may have the best quarterbacks room in the NFL, not just the NFC West. Oh, I like that. I like that. So here, here's what I want to do. I want to ask everybody to kind of think through this, and I want you to put your top three quarterbacks in this division, okay? okay. So again, if we're just looking at starters, you got Kyler Murray, Matt Stafford, Geno Smith, Brock Purdy, no order. Then you're looking at like first-tier backups. You've got Colt McCoy, Stetson Bennett, uh, Drew Locke, Trey Lance, Sam Darnold. Those are kind of the guys. So I'm curious to see what other people, how you would rank for 2023 only. We're not talking long-term this year, this year only who are the quarterbacks that kind of stand out for you as the best for this year, this year from okay. our division. Right? So I, I'll tell you my order and I'm okay. curious to see what other people have to say. Yeah. Kevin right here with B and D David channel. He says Stafford's what I got Stafford one as well. I had, um, I, I, I you got Kyler one. I got, you already. I got Kyler Murray one. I do. Yeah, I have Kyler two, but again, he's not healthy. I would say there's a better chance that Kyler doesn't play at all this year I'm than cool playing more than five games. I'm cool with that. So, so, so again, there's no way he's played the first half of the season, no matter what. Right. I, I just, I'm just thinking overall at the quarterback position. But if you're just talking about who's going to probably be available, I mean, we don't even know Brock Purdy's status, even though we think we know Brock Purdy's status, so there's a possibility that he's not playing at the beginning of the season as well, right? Right. Now, yeah. I, I think I think I like Mosquito Killer's answers right here. I think Stafford, if healthy, I think Stafford going into the season is starting. I, th I think he's healthy enough to start. The question marks come around Brock Purdy, Kyler Murray, and now you're going to enter guys like Colt McCoy, Trey Lance, or Sam Darnold, right? Because ESPN has Darnold as number two on the depth chart. Really weird to me. Yeah, well, a I lot know. of that comes from what's his name. I, yes, sir. I understand. And then, yeah. I, and and then who who am I? And then Gino, right? And so for me, I feel like this is tough. This is a tough question. But so here's my order. Okay, I went Stafford, Kyler Murray, Brock Purdy, Gino. Those were my four in that order. I had Purdy Ooh. ahead of Gino. So I, I'm I'm flippy floppy with the first two. Look I at got, this. Gino was Sam Darnold before last year. He was worse than Sam Darnold. He was Darnold. worse than Sam Darnold. Yeah. I'm 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 Gino is last for me. Purdy would be third. Actually, I'm I'm flipping that. I apologize. It's Kyler Murray, Brock Purdy, Ooh. Matthew Stafford, Geno Smith. Ooh, I like that list. And again, these are just opinions. Like we'll, we'll have to see how they play. Now, I dove into because Purdy and Gino were so close to me. 
so close to me. Um, and so I was like, you know what? Everybody kept talking about how Gino was in the MVP conversation, all those things. So I went and looked at his best eight games, his best eight games um, during his MVP stretch. He threw 13 touchdowns, three interceptions, three lost fumbles, one rushing touchdown. Put that together, 14 touchdowns, six turnovers, pretty damn good. Brock Purdy on his only eight games, not cherry picking, his only eight games, 13 touchdown passes, four picks, one fumble lost, two rushing touchdowns. So he had 15 touchdowns, five turnovers. So one more touchdown, one fewer turnover. And it's that's close. during his only eight games. So his stats now, his completion percentage is not near as high. But just the fact that if you take Geno at his best, and how old is Geno? He's really freaking old. How old is Geno? He's 30. He's about to be 33. That's 10 years older. Old. Yeah, but, but yeah. for an NFL quarterback. No. I, I feel like there's Brock a Brock Purdy's 23. Understood. He's 33. I, I feel, I, yeah, it's, a, it's an age difference, but I feel like quarterbacks can play to the, the good, the good ones can play to the like forty if they train properly all that good stuff. But at the end but of the my day, my question is: Is Geno going to get better? I but he see, got way worse see, second see, half of the season. He see, that's good. what. So so let me so so let me explain this. Right, I'm looking at Seattle. I'm saying to myself, what did Seattle do in the off season? Right. And I know what they did in the draft. Like like that I have down to the science, right? They added in a slot guy that can also line up on the outside and could be a danger threat, right? We're talking about uh, Njigba, right? And then they also added another running back to their core, right? Because they, they struggled with that. Zach Charbonnet. Char Charbonnet from UCLA. And so offensively, that's the only thing you, you worry about. They gave him a couple of other weapons. We already talked about how their tight ends – are pretty much the safety nets for these quarterbacks, right? I think their offensive line them they may struggle a little bit, but they got they got pass catchers out of the backfield. They got weapons that they can get the ball to in space. I mean, you might see Yak opposed to them just throwing the ball down the field. And why would they throw the ball down the field when they have a high efficient guy and Geno Smith? Now they're gonna look to get them underneath yards, just like some team that I know that they're gonna copycat because they couldn't beat us. I'm telling you, like, like you gotta. We don't know if this is gonna, you know, translate out on the football field, but this is to me how the Seattle Seahawks are trying to set up. So this, my friend, can actually help Geno get better because remember, Tyler Lockett got injured last year at some point, and it was weird, right? And so then you knew they were going to Metcalf, and then they didn't have another really guy. Uh, they had, they didn't really have another guy, guy, right? They had some guys that would step up from time then Kenneth Walker uh wasn't as consistent as a running back they didn't have any other running backs they stayed hurt I think Carson was out for the year whatever his name was but at the end of the day they added so yeah. they, they they this this can help him be better it's no different than saying look what our team has and look who our quarterbacks are right Brock Purdy same thing but we have 10 years of film on Geno 10 years but I, but but if he's just dumping the ball off and getting it to a playmaker right that's the i mean you you, you how, how how can you how much film can you watch to stop a guy from making a play on you yeah i i think my biggest issue was i remember going into the draft the one thing i didn't want to happen was the seahawks to draft anthony richardson i was <laughs> i was terrified of him. i remember that i remember I, saying I, that just, does the the big arm and the athletic ability like Gino does not scare me? Uh, look at Juan Salas. No, What's up, brother? For he sure, Stafford Purdy, Gino, and I'm not like I have Gino fourth, and I've got him almost neck and neck with Purdy. But my thing is this: How do you beat the 49ers defense? You got to throw the ball deep. You got to have an athletic quarterback. Gino's all right, borderline athletic, and yeah, his his efficiency numbers on the deep ball were high. He hit the DK Metcalf touchdown, the only touchdown against Demo all year. But I'm sorry that. Geno Smith was terrible whenever he played against quality teams all year. And I don't know. What good teams did he beat? What good defenses did he beat? He didn't beat us three times. Yeah, but like I, I mean, you're looking all right. So I, I see Kali's comment and I and I and I, I'm glad that he agrees with you. One good se season from Geno now he's Warren Moon. Well well fuck. I mean Brock Purdy might not do shit next season. Like you could say the true. same Very thing. True. Very true. 
So, like, so at the end of the day, you go off of what they did, and you're hoping that you add so that they get better. Just like I'm hoping Brock Purdy is better. Now they're going to have film on him. Now that they know he's an efficient guy, they know he's trying to get the ball out of his hand quick. So what can he do to be better coming off of this crazy-ass injury? So I, at the end of the day, like, I'm not advocating for Geno. I'm just, you asked me how can he get better. Well, I gave you two reasons. They added another running back, and they got him a freaking guy that can do damage with the football in his hand. There we go. It seems like I'm lower on Purdy. You and I are lower on Purdy than everybody else. A lot of people are having Purdy one or two. I don't think they really watch Matthew Stafford play football. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I don't I don't think they go back to the season that they won the Super Bowl because nobody likes the Rams. And then I don't think they play pay attention to, like, his tenure in, in, in Detroit. Like, the, the dude is a legit top quarterback in the league when healthy. He's, he's good. He's not, like... It's kind of like in that Brett Favre realm, if if you guys yeah, know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, he's got a rocket, man. He's got yeah. a cannon. Like Kali says, and this is, I think Kali said it better than I did. Gino has a track record of being horrible. Purdy is an unknown. That's the thing. If I look at Gino Smith, I've got eight years of terrible quarterback play. Not yeah, but, good, but, terrible. But, but but then give me context with that. Who the fuck did he play for? I mean, the Jets were coming off of they sucked. the NFC Championship. Jets terrible, always will be terrible. AFC championship. Yeah, that's keep going. fair. That's fair. Yeah, you could talk about some bad teams there for sure. Yeah, and, and it's the same thing for then. Then you could compare him to Sam Darnold because because we're hoping Sam Darnold turns a leaf now that he's in San Francisco with a better team. Gino went to a better team, well more matured. He matured up and he learned how to play football. He got through the the worst part of his career, which he should have been out of the league. Like, yeah, but. Like, luckily, he went to Seattle, and he's not out of the league. Now he's got a, what, a three-year extension, three-year deal? Look, yeah. I'm not saying Geno is going to be the man. I still got him fourth on the list. But, yep. and I'm not even saying, I'm with you, John. I agree with you. This He doesn't scare me. We just got to make sure, A, we bring him down and, and just keep keep him on his toes. Just keep Geno on his toes. Make him yeah. make the throw. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He'll get a win against the Niners eventually. I mean, the team's no, too good and it's nah. rivals and nah. all that you I'm say not, no. I'm not, but like, I, I'm just saying this. Like, I was happy they signed him. I was happy they didn't draft another quarterback. The whole time I was like, man, please don't draft a quarterback. Please don't. And they did it. And I was like, nice. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I like this approach, Debster. And, I, and, and he, I'm with Debster on this. Yeah. Like, it, I, I feel like, I feel like. This season to me is going to be this season to me should be harder on Brock Purdy than it is for Trey Lance. I know that doesn't make sense, but I feel like for me, my expect if Brock Purdy goes out there and loses Week One, I'm having a I'm having a field day. I just don't expect him to lose. He hasn't lost a regular yeah. season game. I'll say this: my nightmare situation is. The 49ers don't figure out their quarterback situation this year. You know, I, I don't that, think it, they do, but I, I but I don't think they do. There's a, there's a there's a small possibility that Brock Purdy regresses, right? I'm just looking at all the scenarios and I'm playing every factor. Right. I'm not saying this is gonna happen. I'm just saying that there it can happen. And there's a possibility that Trey Lance progresses. Then there's a possibility where guys get injured and then you're just gonna need one of these guys to step up. And I feel like when you talked about Sam Darnold, you said we have the best third string quarterback, which we do. It, even if Trey Lance is the third string quarterback and I go through the other team's third string quarterbacks, he's better than the other third string quarterbacks. So at the end it's of the day, than, I think Sam Darnold's the best second string quarterback. I take Sam Darnold over Drew Locke. See, see what I'm saying? Like, you gotta look at the room. Like, we're looking yeah. at the room, not just the quarterback per quarterback. We're looking at the whole room. And if, God forbid, which it should never, ever, 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 ever happen again, the 49ers lose three more quarterbacks in the same season, then I think we seriously have to question strength and, and, and training, coaching, play calling. Something got to be questioned. But if that ever happens, I feel like the 49ers have – bolstered up the room with better talent that's what i'm trying to say i like it so here we go let's get to it all right wayne i want to hear 
your quarterback room rankings. Oh, oh, real quick, Jack. What's up? Super super chat for Jacks. John, I disagree. Gino will lose because you we're 17 0. I said eventually. I didn't say did, this year. He did add the word eventually, Jax. He did say eventually. I shut Rivalry that down though. Games are hard. I, they I, are, but I just don't feel like Gino's going to be able to overcome the monster of the Niners defense. All right. So let's see here. We're going quarterback rooms one, two, three, four. Let's start at four. What is the worst quarterback room in this division? Which team has the worst? This is tough. It's hard. There's not a bad room. I would like, say the I would say the Rams have the worst. I know. Whoa. Whoa. This is all right. We've agreed on every position. We're way off here. I, we are because, way off. Because here. look, it's Matthew Stafford and then who? Stetson Bennett. All right, it's Geno Smith and then Drew Locke, right? It's 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 but I, again. You said Stafford was the number one quarterback. Yeah, so but, you, but you said the but you said the less. room like, only no, because I'm just I'm trying to understand. Be only because the room. God forbid if Stafford goes down, it, they should go Owen and whatever. If he goes down week one, there's no way they should win a game with the quarterbacks that they have in a room. Whereas I look at Arizona's room. I already know Colt McCoy starting, but God forbid yeah. he gets you a couple That's of wins. That's why I have them last. And I understand, but if Kyler Murray comes back, they're better. Okay. So, so two. So I got I got Rams last, Arizona three. I got the I got Seattle two, and the Niners one. Okay. So we're close. Um, my four. I got 49ers one, Rams two, just because Stafford he's. That's assuming he's healthy, but he's throwing everything seems normal. So I got Niners, Rams, Seahawks, Cardinals. So we just disagree on the Rams. Yeah, with the yeah, and and I and I, I I like your argument, right? I mean, Stafford does bolster up everything, but you already talked about him aging. You already talked about this injury that he's dealing with. You already you talked about a lot of things. Now he does have a good. A, a decent supporting cast out there. I still don't think they run the ball very well. It still means that he's going to be gunslinging and throwing the ball way too much, which is going to leave him open to more injury. So, yeah, starting this season, Stafford is that number one guy. Ending the season, I don't think he's the best quarterback in that division. There and if Kyle, even if Kyler Murray doesn't play in this team, and there's a possibility that he might play. Right. Look at this Niner Sickness podcast. Go check it out if you haven't yet. My this man! Haunts me. Um, this is why I don't sleep at night. Brock Purdy or Trey Lance better impress Kyle this season. I do not want to see Kirk Cousins in a Niners uniform. There's just certain people I don't believe in. Um, not that he doesn't exist or that he isn't real. I do not want to root for Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that's Blaine Gabbert 2.0, man, in my opinion. Now, I get that Cousins way better, but not as far as like winning games it's not he's stats only he's cheesy as hell he's not a good person i just don't like that dude i just don't want to root for that guy will i team first uh man i really don't want that dude on this team i really don't i think mark asks a really good question uh he says how can we be number one uh if we don't know who the quarterback is going to be we have an unknown starter but we have three starting quarterbacks so again, back to I love this question, Mark. Like question. I have Stafford number one, right? But I don't have. I mean, I've got Purdy number three. I've got Trey number five. I've got Darnold number six. Overall rankings over the, the whole entire thing. Mm -hmm. So the Niners have three top six quarterbacks in my rankings of this division. Um, again, what would you rather have? Would you rather have Stafford and all that mess? Or would you rather have the 49ers three young options? For what we have, I'd rather take our mess. Because, again, a lot of it's just Brock Purdy. I, if Brock Purdy's the floor of the quarterback that we're getting, and that doesn't even mention the contract, dude's getting $55 million against the cap Stafford is. Right. Like, so, so that figures into the equation, too. Yeah, I, I think for me, Mark, I think it's – I, I kind of look at it the same way. Like, I assess it the same way John does. And so – I'm looking at it as if, well, the 49ers technically have three quarterbacks that can actually start. You can say that Seattle has two because Drew Locke was a starter at some point in his career. And then it's just Matthew Stafford. And then it's just 
Colt McCoy and and if you know my man Kyler Murray comes back but other than that their room is black right so I'm looking at the whole room and the way John did his ranking it just it just makes sense I feel like Trey Lance has won games with the 49ers the only quarterback that hasn't won any games the Niners is Sam Darnold and I there's no way he can't win a game with this team like there's just no way so I feel like that is even going to be better because now Sam Darnold's also going to get to play with the weapons and things like that. So overall, as a room, I know people probably think this I'm being a homer, but I'm not. I think my, my logic is we got three quarterback ones. Yeah. Debster, what's up? She says, do the 49ers really have bad quarterback luck? Been this way before Kyle and John. There were over 70 starters at the quarterback position last year in the NFL. There's only 32 teams. Do the Niners have worse luck than most teams? Sure. And you could dive into that, the boots and the play actions and all that stuff. But just the NFC West, if we just look at that, I think it was 13 quarterback starters on on four teams. And so Gino started every game. So really, you're talking 12 quarterback starters on three teams. So the Rams, Cardinals, and 49ers all went through four quarterbacks. So, you know, whenever you add that context to it, it doesn't mean it's right. doesn't mean things shouldn't change. doesn't mean any of those things. But... Yeah, a lot of quarterbacks. We've had one quarterback last this season in the past decade. That was Jimmy Garoppolo in 2019. We went to the Super Bowl. So Yeah, interesting, though. Uh, uh, and to me, John, this is a great episode because I like the pushback from people not picking the 49ers as the best quarterbacks room. I love it. Yeah. I, I love it. Uh, and if you want to read the article, it's on 49erswebzone.com. So it's out yeah. there. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, I just look at who the Niners have compared to everybody else. And then though I think Matthew Stafford is still the best quarterback in this comp- in this division, you know what I'm saying? I still feel like the 49ers have more power at that position. Like, I, I just feel like they have more power at the position. Yeah, I like that. Look at this from Kevin. Um, he says, John, in your opinion, does cousin if Cousins is the quarterback in 2019 over Jimmy, does that team win the title? Hell no. I was there. The lights were on. When the lights are on, Kirk Cousins pisses down his own leg every single time. So God no. He just like, doesn't just, play well no. and under the big uh, under the big lights. No. Which is weird. That, Kirk Cousins is expired three week old skim milk. I don't know yeah. what else to say, man. That's just the way I feel about him, the way I can't stand that man. He's by far one of my least favorite people in the NFL. Um, I just can't stand. I hate the way he plays. I hate the way he treats teammates. I hate the way he treats coaches. I hate the way uh, I can't stand. Kyle loves him. And that's a whole nother thing. Uh, But yeah, no, just hardcore. No for there. Just now, if he's on our team, We'll see, but uh, yeah, Salty, I'm with you. What's up, Salty? Please, God, no Kirk Cousins talk. I, I don't like it, man. Um, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> so let, let's ask the question because I like Dexter's comment. She says, I think we need to wait. We need to let the quarterback room marinate Ooh. before saying let our it quarterback marinate. room is, before our quarterback room is good. All right, I, and, and I could dig this. I think this is fair, right? But here's the thing, like, let's just – we and I felt like we kind of did this, but let's go with the starting quarterbacks. Let's just go with the starting quarterbacks, all the starting quarterbacks, bearing all injuries. Let's rank those four quarterbacks. You ready? Yeah. I got cool. Stafford. I, I got Stafford. Well, you got Stafford one. I got Kyler Murray one. Right. I got Stafford two. Yep. I got Brock Purdy three. Yep. I got Geno Smith four. There you go. So we'd be third. I but hope that helps. Kyler ain't playing. And right there, you go. Kyler ain't played. So which that bumps up Purdy. Now he's two. See, because I, I if you tell me you'll take Colt McCoy over Brock Purdy, and this goes for anybody, I have to question your football pedigree. Like I have to really <laughs> question it. Yeah, but um, but that that that's kind of where it is. Then if you so we did it we did it for the rooms, and I know we haven't seen Sam Darnold take a snap with the Niners. So then let's go with the twos. Let's go with one and twos. We could do this so many different ways. Yep. So even if we go with Brock Purdy and Trey Lance, would you take that over Matthew Stafford and so now this is what makes it interesting. See, Matthew Stafford and Brett Rippon. Yep. Would you take Brock Purdy and Trey? Okay, Trey Lance over. Would you take Brock Purdy and Trey Lance over Geno Smith and Drew Locke? Yes. 
Would you take Brock Purdy over uh, Colt McCoy and Clayton Toon? Yes. Doesn't that mean our room is better? Why are you coming at this with logic, Wayne? Don't you know that's not no, how you I'm get trying to answer. I'm trying to get people to see <laughs> the relativity that we're using to make. Oh, I think you nailed it, man. I think you nailed it. That's and, all. And I'm with you. That's it, all. It's okay to disagree. That's okay. oh, absolutely. absolutely. Our evaluation on these players could be off. I know some people think Geno's a top five quarterback, and to them, let me know how that's going to work out for you. <laughs> let me know. Look at Uncle Salty. John Wayne, do either of you have any updates on Purdy? I know he got engaged. Uh, yeah, so he's getting married good. at some point in his life. Uh, Props to you, man. Yeah. Um, Does she play volleyball, I believe? I think she's she did. She did, yeah. Uh, they're Iowa State. Uh, so, yeah, they go way back. So Congratulations uh, to Brock Purdy. Congratulations to you. You can be as miserable as the rest of us. <laughs> Love you, wife. Enjoy, enjoy the, the first. Enjoy. Enjoy, man. Just gonna leave there it at enjoy. Go, there you go. That's right. That's right. But happy for it, man. This has been a fun show, Wade. Uh, you know, I am happy because I am back doing what I love, uh, I which is not unpacking boxes, but talking forty hours football with some of the best people uh, on the planet. So, thank you guys in the chat. And Wayne, do you want to take us out of here, man? Guys, listen, we'll be back Friday on both channels again. So make sure Friday is a different timing. All right. So it's 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. 8 oh, whoa, whoa. oh, 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 wide receivers or running backs? Which one? You got to pick. Um, we're doing running backs, baby. That's my position. All right. All right. So we're doing running backs. Ooh, it's going to be fun. I dare somebody to say that the Niners don't have the best running back squad. I double dog dare you. Stick your tongue on the ice cold pole. Triple dog dare you. I dare you. Anyway, guys, we'll be back Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I have no idea Mountain Time and Central Time. I don't know those. Uh, but you matter. I want you to know that. Stay strong, faithful. Peace.